And Hello, <laughs> and welcome to I Love That, a Bachelor podcast. Because the unexamined life is not worth living. I'm Zach. I'm Wade. And uh, we're in the first real week of um, Matt James's Bachelor. And uh, <laughs> it's... As you said right before this, there are a bunch of functional dates, and it's a villain origin story. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll just apologize for uh, my audio last week, and the way I sound this week, uh, Victoria just makes me sick to my stomach. I, I can't stand watching her. I, I'm upset with the franchise for encouraging this behavior and derailing. Well, the thing that sucks is that he keeps both of them. Of course. And this coming on, he keeps both of them. So it's like, okay, great. So hopefully we can just get the two-on-one over with. But the two-on-one may turn out to be her and Kit. And by her, I mean Victoria. Yeah, I was I was hoping the, they would get rid of her earlier, though. And then give us some other too. rivals. Me too, man. I And... uh. So he went on that date with Bree, and Bree's not going to make it. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think he had a better connection with the um, with the girl he gave the group date rose to. Um, Hold on, I'm looking. Because the way I have it now, yeah, I, 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 I missed her name, because she's like only in that group date portion. <laughs> Shit, I, I usually like put these in bold so they're easy for me to spot when I look in through my notes. But uh, mm. Lauren, Lauren, yeah, Lauren, rise. yeah, because because I've got uh, Rachel, Sarah, Abigail, and Lauren. Oh, are those are your tops. Yeah, I think that's how that's gonna go. Okay. Um, and uh, let's just let's just cut right to the meat of it right now. How come Sarah didn't wipe off his nose earlier? What are you talking she, about? She had to have seen it. What, did he have a boogie? No. When they made out after her heartfelt story about her dad, uh huh. Um, he made, got yeah, her makeup out. all over his nose. Oh, shit. I missed that. And it, and it lasted until they got into the hot tub. I was like, oh, come on, man. You're not gonna, you're not gonna wipe him off like, <laughs> letting him, f- uh, whatever. I don't she, know. She's I marking was, her territory. I get it. I, you know, I, I totally get it. And on this topic, so two to five years for someone with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Apparently, yeah. So I googled it, and. It is true, um, but there are very rare cases, such as Stephen Hawking, who have it for five fucking decades. Um, the oldest, the, the, there's the person, there's a person in North America who, there's one other person in North America who's had it for an exceptionally long time, and it, their name doesn't matter because I don't think no one knows, but they've had it for four decades. And apparently, um, all of the scientific discoveries that, uh, you know, Stephen Hawking is responsible for, 
he in and of himself is a scientific discovery because the way ALS affects everyone is um, completely variable. Hmm. Um, so they give you that really because they told Stephen Hawking he's got two to five years at age 21 and he died in 2018 at like, you know, 70 something. Damn. Um, so I find that to be very interesting. <laughs> and I, I just, I just think it's amazing that Stephen Hawking lasted so long. Yeah, that's crazy. Man's a fucking genius, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the movie, nor have I like studied the history of his life at that point. But I always assumed it was like, oh, people recognized that this dude was a genius and like made sure he got better care than your average, uh, you know, person with that condition, and like that so might no, have contributed I, I, to it. I don't think so, based on what I've uh, briefly read and having read um, A Brief History of Time, is that he he's just lucky. And the, the, and it's so rare that people live that long that there's a really, really small sample size. Um, so I hope her dad lives for another five decades, but... Um, I hope we all live for another five decades. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> not looking likely. No. <clears throat> um, so do you one think... One of my biggest... Oh, go ahead. You, you go. Do you think uh, every episode is going to feature Matt James taking a shower? Um, so I think every episode's going to either have him on the Peloton... Or taking a shower. I think we got both today to establish it. Uh-huh. And we then have, now that we know that those are things, we're going to have a flip between them. So, yes. All right. Because they made us watch that Sack Colton shower every episode. Yes. I, you know, Matt James is a better looking guy. You know who else showers in their, uh, in their um, swim shorts? Mike Pence. Because <laughs> he he's, he wants to be extra not gay, he can't even look at his own penis. Correct. Because yeah. that would be gay. <laughs> uh. Uh, I can't believe not everyone want, uh, got a date. Are you kidding me? What? We're all trapped in this place for a week. You know, I mean, like. Yeah, I think you can find the time to take everyone on a date. As opposed to keeping the team that won from the uh, group date? No, 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 no. So of the 32 girls, f five of them didn't get a, a date at all. I only counted four. And I called them the No Action Club. Okay, I thought it was five, but you take better notes than I do. Yeah. So, but still, so you couldn't just make two group dates smaller? Yeah. What is that? Is that because they want him to suffer? I guess so. The thing, they seem to be suffering a lot quicker than I'm used to. If I'm being honest. Like, I, of course, people, there's always like one or two that get attached really soon. But there is like this collective grief that they all seem to communicate when they're aware that a one-on-one -on -one date is happening. And they're like, oh, look, they're in that plane. And like several of them are expressing longing and regret that they're not the ones on that date and it's like y'all know how the game is played like you 
you had one cocktail, you know, conversation with him, you're, you're jumping the gun. I know we all want to win and write our narratives of like the love story, but just at every turn, this episode, episode two, there's just a I lot know, of grief. Fucking like, it's still the absolute beginning and everyone is already feeling it. And so I wonder, I wonder what this I wonder if there's a comparison to be made between locking a bunch of dudes away for months and locking a bunch of women away for months. Because, like, the rules are different a little bit. You know, they don't get to leave this place. Obviously, they never... In in in, in the before times, um, when there was water flowing through the world and it wasn't one giant desert wasteland... Um, where we had to, you know, before we had to scrounge for, you know, stuff for our cars and battle armor, like hockey pads and stuff. Um, before we had to do all of that, they were all locked in, you know, the bachelor mansion and stuff. But I think, I wonder if it's the, it's the quarantine, you know, and, and also to be honest with you, I think boy or girl Maybe it's because these people have experienced probably eight or nine months of America's response to COVID-19, and then they're doing this as well. So I wonder if there's an, an extra, like, oh my God, I've been single in this, and then now I'm getting a chance to fall in love, and he's a tall drink of water whose only flaw is his Audi belly button. That's not a flaw. Nothing wrong with an Audi. Yes, there is. No, he's not. <laughs> no. Oh, Audi. Do you have an Audi? Yeah. As out as his? Uh, no. Not I mean, as that's out like as a his. thumb peeking out of there, dude. <laughs> I swear to God, I was looking at like, uh, <laughs> that shower scene. I thought, good Lord. You know, I, 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 didn't even, I didn't even notice it. And now I'm going to look for it and I won't be able to unsee it. <laughs> I should you not his little thumb sticking There's a, on a totally, on the topic of not being able to unsee things, my uh, in-law's dog, Brandy, is a golden doodle, and she's just got a silly face, and, uh, like, she has lips, and I've, I'd never, like, noticed a dog's, like, lips before. You don't, do you, you don't even think about it, like, no, you just, like, just, like, the little, I don't know, man, she's got lips. You can take a photo and send it to me. Not like human so I lips. Can... I will. I will. And I encourage you and all dog owners to take a good look at your dog's mouth and see if they have something that looks like lips. Because now none of us can unsee it. I need to... I, I'm going to need some extra information on that with a photo. You know, like a, a little PowerPoint of you explaining the lip portion. Absolutely. No, I'll be happy. I'll, I'll do, um, I'll do yeah. like an interview with her and... We'll touch base. All right, so Matt James is a freak with an Audi. Yeah, I don't know how we got there. Oh, be experiencing COVID. Right, everyone's emotional health is in the shitter. We're all fragile yeah, and, it, and lonely. And I think also it doesn't help when you have someone who is just uh, full bore, above board completely 
and intentionally trying to take a screwdriver and shove it into someone's eye and then start twisting around. We're talking you about know? the queen. Yeah, it's a bit much. It really like and and if I was the bachelor, the minute that she did that uh cut into Mari's time um in that in that uh in that group date for the photo, yeah. I I would have marked her as a problem. And I wouldn't have been like, I don't know who to believe. You know, and I don't know how much of that is going, hey, go pretend you don't know. Or, you know, but like he definitely seemed like he didn't know who to believe. And he's got a she said, she said. And I thought, dude, do you not know how to read people? Yeah, yeah. You know, what was I like cracked some joke that like Victoria was like readings. I mean, whatever. She's fucking delusional. And she was so reading into her connection with Matt James. And I'm like, damn, like this must be serious because like in the real world, I bet any other fucking dude would just run away. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like most people could pick up the vibe that like this chick's crazy. I'm going to go to the bathroom and then they never come back from the bathroom. But, like, because Matt James is, like, a very classy guy, he's, like, very nice and, you know, tries to relate to people and listen and all that shit that, like, whatever. Yeah, no, but that's my point, though, man, is, like, he should know. It should be obvious. And and here's something that I don't quite understand. Um, And maybe it's just super glaring in this one. Okay, he doesn't know, right? So, why not, you know, ting, 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 go out there, lay the story out for everybody, and then go around and say, okay, look, we can either do this privately or publicly, but we have enough time. The sun isn't even up yet. We have enough time. You can either, we can either do this. I'll let you vote if you want to do it publicly or privately. And then if they choose privately, you know, I'm going to go sit over here and each one of you is going to come and tell me what you think of this situation. And then I'll, you know, I'll wager my judgment. It is strange and it makes me think that he's just playing the producer game of like, pretend you don't know and go read it. Because I don't know, maybe maybe he's just so nice that he doesn't assume the worst in people. And even if they're fucking trash people, he would, you know, try to see the good or whatever. Like my solution was like with. uh, Was it Mari or Merit? It was Mari that was getting. The Mari in the photo and it was Marilyn with uh... Marilyn. Okay, sorry. Similar looking girls. When she, like, ratted her out at the cocktail party and was like, oh, she's toxic and blah, 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 you know, did all her projection shit. And then Marilyn was being totally reasonable. And still, you know, Victoria was just being, like, a monstrous bitch, you know. She's like, look, I want us, I don't want to fight. Like, I want to just come to an understanding, yada, yada. I was like, what is, what is the move here if you're in that situation? I'm like, just tell Matt James, like, yo, you go pick five other girls at random, just at random, and just sit them down and ask, like, hey... Victoria said this about Marilyn. Do you guys think that's true? Or do you think Victoria's being dramatic? Just take it like a survey, like you're saying with the, yeah, the vote, sure. vote on it or something. Just like there need to be witnesses. 
That was my yeah. that was my big takeaway with the Victoria thing because one on one she'll just wear you down and exhaust you. Like there's no winning. She'll just smear shit on everything, and you you're not no matter what you say or how reasonable or factual you are. It's like it's like a fucking trumper. Like it doesn't matter. Like she's the hero. She has lead character syndrome, and like she's a fucking narcissist. I hate her. <laughs> Stella. Yeah, the dogs. They dog. They think so too. They're chiming hey, in. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. You don't need to. You don't need to rile him up. He already knows how to bark at people. Um, but it just kills me that like people like that get to exist and that they have not been ostracized within their communities. I'm not necessarily saying like, oh, like if someone like fucking put her lights out when she was talking shit, maybe she'd think twice about it. But like, I don't know if she didn't have friends or if she like got kicked out of schools or arrested or, you know, I, I feel like this is someone who just hasn't had to deal with consequences. This is an only child with a silver spoon. There you go. Only child. See, I was, Claudia disagreed with me on the silver spoon thing because she dresses so frumpy. And like, I was like, is this just bad, a bad attempt at style? Or like, you know, sometimes rich kids will wear like extra shitty clothes to be ironic, like the torn jeans and the mismatched I think, I would bet money that they're probably expensive clothes that just look bad. Fun fact. Uh, you remember Becca M? Oh, Becca. Who could forget? You and me could have been somebody. Apparently she started hooking up with that guy um, when it was airing, so there's no chance for me. Uh, I know. I don't say that. Um, People get divorced. <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> um, my, uh, uh, she was saying that literally all of her dresses and stuff that she brought, um, she, like, thrifted all of them. You know, and so I think it comes down to style rather than money based on what you wear. And so I think she just has bad style mm -hmm. and I'm still passing my judgment that she had a was born with a silver spoon. You don't just get an ego like that if you grew up on fucking food stamps. That's what I'm saying. If you were like poor, you'd have to have a personality to compensate. Like you couldn't, you couldn't be. Well, fuck. I guess you can be whatever you want in this country. Yeah. But <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. But she's the fucking worst. The I thing, don't like her. The thing that kills me is like Sarah put a point to it when she said, "The longer he keeps her around, the less confident I'm going to be in his." You know decision making or whatever that like when you when you let just a piece of human chaos like run your show amok yeah it's good drama that's we watch reality tv for the trash stuff but also you're rewarding that Not behavior season no more no we, we are standing up no more we no. want real love on the bachelor no one I would agree. That's what was so great about Tasha's season, and that's why I'm hoping Victoria gets swept aside early on. You know, like like I hope that Victoria is like the Claire of last season. Like, yeah. whoa, this sucks. It's ruining the show. And then it just goes away and it becomes a great show for the remaining few episodes. God willing. I cannot I won't allow ABC to do to keep this fucking monster. I don't need another on Luke television. P. Like, stop giving her attention. She literally, by the way, could use that HBR book on emotional intelligence. Yes. Ooh. 
I wouldn't wish her on Bennett, but if he's an evil genius, maybe I do. I'm still on Team Bennett. Noah can eat a dick. <laughs> Don't give a fuck, dude. We'll see. We'll see in Paradise. Um, all signs point towards Paradise, by the way, which is cool. Um, but uh, uh, Victoria said, I'm the queen. This is my kingdom. No. It's your queendom. Queendom. <laughs> That's fun. Okay. I like that. Thanks. She also Thanks, said, yeah. uh, oh, goodness. She said, I'm the queen, and the other team are jesters. Mm. And I believe yes. she meant to say jesters. Yes. I saw... I'm gonna, on that date. <laughs> I'm going to be ahead. a grammar police this season. It's I, Bachelor contestants are really great at using the wrong words. It's fucking wild. I just don't... I don't fully understand how that can continue to be a thing. But did you... See Polly As the referee? Remember how you were like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just like... I guess hammered or not interested. I... Fuck if I know, dude. Probably like, a long day of golfing. Ken, why'd they even show him? Like, he... He didn't do, they, they literally, he wasn't refereeing the game. They didn't introduce him. They just said, and hey, there's the referee, like, not paying attention, and then just cut to one shot of him, like, yeah, I guess. Sitting there. I, I assumed he was just, like, hammered or didn't care. Is that the joke? Is that, is that, it? Is that, that the joke? That Paulie's just, Dude. like, doesn't do anything, but he's there, and it's funny that he's there? Hey, Wade. Yeah. Did you know that Victoria is still human with insecurities? The way that reads to me is, Hi, Matt. Victoria here. I'm human, just like you, and humans have insecurities. I, too, being human, Victoria, human Victoria, have insecurities, meatbag. It struck me as very insincere. Not that I don't, I don't personally find her very attractive, but I bet she finds herself attractive and believes that she is attractive. So when I heard her telling Matt James that like, oh, like I'm, I'm self-conscious about my appearance. Like, I don't think you are. I think you're way too full of yourself. You're, you're just pretending to be like, uh, you know, when a girl's like, oh gosh, I'm so quirky and nerdy, but they're a 10. It's like, no, you're just. You're not quirky and nerdy. You're fucking gorgeous. Like, you don't have to pretend to to not be that. But it's weird that Victoria puts that on for the girls. And then for Matt James, he's like, I'm self-conscious. And it's like, I don't... I can't believe he fell for it. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it makes me want to know him. You know? <laughs> I just want to go get a beer with him and be like, Really, bro? Is this you? you just that nice? You know? Like, are you going to sweep me off my feet? You know, and then and then after years and years of being together, you finally say to me that it was a good idea in our first year of marriage to get plastic surgery on my thumb that's coming out of my stomach? <sighs> this is going to be a theme. <laughs> I'm, I'm clutching at straws here at this point. <laughs> Okay, um, what the fuck happened? Bree had the ATV date. They got muddy. It was fun. They made out. But 
I also, I agree, like, the chemistry wasn't what I expected from the two of them. She's very, she's very cute and sweet, and the way that she, like, went about it and the way she talked about him was adorable, and I think he likes her. She's gonna make it far, just not the final far. Yeah. Get it? That's the final. Like, four, but far? Final four, right. Sports talk. You get it? Yeah. Yeah. I watched the ball game. Sports. Just don't be negative tomorrow, guys. God, she's the worst. Um, I will say, so, I know you're trying to get into some order of the show here. Um, Matt James with the Orchid. Okay. Nice move, dude. Yeah. He's he's so sweet. He's so good. Yeah. And all of the conversations with all of the girls, they'll share something, and he doesn't go, ha-ha, yeah, I love that, and then kiss. He shares back and tries to equate and show empathy to them and uh, getting on their level. And and I that's refreshing. And the minute we get over this Victoria bullshit, the better the show's going to be. And I'm hoping that quite literally it's it's quick. Um, I went and rewatched the coming up on in the season. Mm hmm. Um, at the end of Tasha's uh, season. And I, I haven't seen a different outfit than the one that we've the ones that we've seen already and the one on this coming up on next week. Okay, so you're, you're so, thinking like one more episode or we would have seen I'm her I'm hoping in other so. Yeah. That's encouraging. On your uh, on the orchid thing, I was looking. I had two other examples of real classy things that Matt James did this episode. Uh when Jasenia is having a cocktail hour talk with him, she's like, Oh, I, you know, dealt with a lot of infidelity. I have trust issues. You know, I'm nervous about the process. And his first response to that was, well, what can I do to reassure you? Yes. And you know, she, yeah. she went for the, the kiss. I mean, I guess that's all he would have to do in any of these situations. Maybe, maybe <laughs> this isn't as sweet as I think it is. It's just his way of, you know, well, no, prompting I think- like, and then you ask me for a kiss to reassure you, like, to validate you. I think that asking that, though, look, dude, I don't think that he's some uh, the game style monster. You know what I mean? Mm, like Who knows that? Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, the game, what's it called? You know, by that one fucking misogynist asshole. Oh, the dude and who he dresses wrote a, like he wrote a, a book, how to how to pick up girls peacocking and, and all that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Negging. By... Yeah, I I don't think he's the kind of guy who, like, literally, he goes, if I say that, they're just going to kiss me. You know what I mean? I don't think he's like that. Yeah, yeah. That's so unfair. I think... I, I'm, a, I'm a bad person thinking, like, hey, like, <laughs> this, this would work. <laughs> you, you would sound sweet as fuck, but they'd, you would just get to make out with everyone. Something about him doesn't... It doesn't come off that way. Yeah. But... I think him saying that is pretty huge, and I I very much like that. And it, it's like, and I think he did the same thing with Sarah too, didn't he? Yes, he said you know, she was like, I feel like I shouldn't even be here because she's supposed to be your dad's caregiver. And he was like, Well, what can I, you know, don't want to waste your time. Like, what can I do during this experience to show you that I'm someone you would want to be with? Yeah. And then yeah, they, and then they made out. You know, two for two. Those are big moments, dude. 
And like even with Brie after they got in the wreck when he was like in the talking head, you know, apologizing to her mom. I know. It's, it's so just, sweet, dude. Yeah. You're like I, I yeah, he's a wholesome ass dude. With one flaw, you know, and that's okay. Okay. I, I, this isn't a flaw. It was just an observation when he showed up to the cocktail party. Like his, uh, like his five o'clock shadow seems to blend right into his jaw, and it looks like this uncanny straight line. Oh, where? And I found it very distracting because, like, I've seen some like here's like a bald dude that would like draw their hairline on or like do makeup, like the I think like Karoma from Queer Eye used to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, who the fuck is that? He's the... I don't know. New he's, Queer he's, Eye? Yeah, the new Queer Eye. He's like the life coach guy. the ball the OG dude, Queer Eye. Wears hats. Used to draw I like older gays. on with makeup. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Rightfully so. You know, this new generation... Let's get the real talk here, man. No. <laughs> not touching that. Oh, uh, um, but okay. I'm going to watch out for that then. That's the, the big hey, takes here. Hey, speaking of older gays, uh, Franco, takes. Franco, the huh? photographer that was uh, oh, doing the yeah. wedding photographer and at the game, man, his fucking pink tuxedo. And then that fur coat he put on. Right. <laughs> and then yeah, when he, was... and then when they were all throwing paint at each other and he like ran in there and like started filming it like gorilla style and getting pictures. I just thought that was a boss outfit. Looked cool. He's great, yeah. No, totally. Well, and, and we've seen him before, but only in those rare instances on, in past seasons. Mm-hmm. Was but he? Was he not the photo two, guy from last season? Uh, Tasha's season. He was. He okay. totally was. But my, what I'm saying is, is this season and last season, we're getting a lot more. We're getting to know him more. Yeah, like he's a regular. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I I'm of, I'm of the mindset that. He, I want to figure out the conspiracy here on, like, are they just rapid testing him, you know, or, Uh, or is he a part of the producer team or is he going to be there for like all eight weeks and he takes a lot of their maybe press photos or something, mm. you know, throughout the season. And that is, that's the fucking sweetest gig are you kidding me that would make the most sense if he was crew that they were giving kind of a featured spot where he could appear on the show as well uh, right maybe yeah i've i have no idea and i mean and clearly he has a, a massive personality you know but the only thing though that puts a uh uh that gets an arrow right in the chink in my armor is how business-like the handshake was with Chris when Chris showed up. Uh And I wonder if it's because literally no one knew except for Chris that Chris was going to go and muck up this date. But he literally was like, oh, hi, Chris, and shook his hand. I didn't know you were going to be here. You know, and is it all an act? Or or, Or is it not? Is he a part of the crew? We need answers. Answers. I don't know. It was a welcome uh, departure from an otherwise, well, an oftentimes frustrating episode. (laughs) I watched this documentary called White Noise that came out like a few days ago. 
Is that the one um, with uh, Michael Keaton where there's like a ghost in his TV? No, so that's a movie. Oh. Um, yeah, that one's not a documentary, and that came out many years ago. So Michael Keaton's okay. Unfortunately, yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah, you know who's not okay, and I saw that is like in a movie or something? What did I see that in? But Dennis Quaid's kid? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like this nepotism thing in entertainment. It bugs. No, thank you. It does bug. He's not bad. I enjoyed him in, uh, The Boys. That's what it is. I watched the first couple episodes of The Boys. Do I continue? Oh, yeah. It's fun. It's gross. It's fun? It's so, yeah. It's, it's like hard R. Okay. Some good points. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what my beef is with this show. I'm like, I want to like this show, but it's just not, it's just not, uh, hitting me right. What bugs me about it is that it's Amazon. I'm like, you're selling my rage at the corporate establishment to me through Amazon. But it's like, you know, it's like based on a comic book. I'm, I'm sure the messaging comes from good a take. sincere place. Anyway, so I was watching this documentary called White Noise. Is that the one and, with uh, Michael? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so um, a writer from a, a Jewish writer from the Atlantic went to the Atlantic and said, hey, guys, in 2016, 2015, we need to to start paying attention to these alt-right influencers and what's going on. And they're like, here's a budget. Go start filming a documentary. Uh (laughs) Um, Oh, white noise. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, If I was going to be a critic, it's really not the best documentary, but it was very interesting to watch. Um, and it followed this Mike Cernovich, a Lauren Southern, and Richard Spencer. Okay. From 2015, 2016 till now. Yeah. And Richard Spencer, greatest achievement, getting fucking punched in the face on a live interview. Yeah. That's his greatest actually. achievement in my mind. My, my biggest qualm with the documentary outside of it not being like really good gonzo journalism kind of <laughs> thing, but like, was that they tried to humanize these people to some degree. And I was like, no, Mm. I don't need, I don't care that all of this negative press is really affecting Richard Spencer. I don't give a shit about that guy. Fuck him. Um, however, it was, it was, it, it was really quite interesting to see, how and why they got into it and essentially after towards the end of trump's presidency they they started to get sick of it and they didn't want to do politics anymore and they wanted to like get out and i thought no you reap what you sow motherfucker yeah all right you're not allowed to just get out you know (laughs) (laughs) okay i mean you can you can disappear sure but because it, you want to get out, why? And my thinking is they want to get out because they're sick of all of the negative press and people being mean to them and all of that stuff. And it's like, okay, cool. So why would you then attack and marginalize minorities and Jews for your fiscal benefit? You know, 
and then be sad and hurt that people are mean to you and want to get out because people are mean to you? You've perpetuated racism and anti-Semitism. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck about you. Um, and another point. This Mike Cernovich guy, he wrote a lot of nasty misogynist shit about, like, what is rape really, for example? Um, and he got looped into this alt-right thing and <laughs> proceeded to marry um, a Muslim Iranian woman. So it's like, is this an act then, dude? And now you're you're sad and mad because people are mean to you because it was an act? Like, go somewhere. What the fuck? What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. You know, and so the, this humanization effort on the documentaries part, I thought was kind of weird, but also like, I don't know if I give a shit, you know, and I don't know if it's because I'm blinded because I'm a Jew, but it was made by a Jew, you know, and I'm like, fuck these people. Yeah. Maybe he was just going out of his way to try and come across as objective. Which, yeah, you know, you, the, like, I think your impulse is right. Like, that that whole... Well, one, it could just be an act, because whatever. Like, idiots will buy that shit up. Like, a lot of racist, shitty people in the country. And, uh... Yeah, and, and also I don't get the whole, like, ooh, like, now, now it's too hot. Like, what do you mean it's too hot? Like, you were doing and saying awful inflammatory shit. Like, there's consequences. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you got the freedom to say that. Free speech, but people can also like boycott you and say shit right back to you and like try to ruin your life. Yeah, man. And so I just, it was really interesting to me. It it's, it's worth a checkout if you want, like it, it was, it, it, it was an interesting piece to see these people like the Lauren Southern girl literally was anti feminist in that she, she likes and wants to get married and not have a job. And, you know, she she wants that traditional nuclear shit. Um, and anyway, my final takeaway is is all of them said they wanted to get out of it, and then they would talk to their significant others and all of that, and they would they would say, yeah, they keep saying they want to get out and all this, but I just don't think they're ever going to leave because they keep coming back to it like it's a drug. And I thought, so what is it? Is it because deep down you really are a misogynist, racist, anti-Semitic piece of garbage? And or, or do you like do you do you, is there a thrill? Is it a, is it you know? Well, like I and so I, all the things I'm taking away from this documentary, I don't think were the intentions of the documentary. To be right. honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I've always I've uh, I don't know I I tend to think that people like to feel a sense of control and blaming an other group often kind of gives you an out for the things that are wrong in your life and uh you know it's 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 just like victoria these people that need to live in their own realities that they get to be the heroes of but i think you and i both know that victoria's the kind of woman that would murder her own newborn and then brag to the father about it <laughs> Did we already do the Stephen Hawking thing? <laughs> we talked about it, yeah. I'm just kidding. 
That's a segue, dude. You're a pro. Oh, sure. <laughs> no, you gave me plenty of time to, <laughs> if anything, I let you go on too long about that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, that's, uh, I'll, yeah, I might check it out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we were looking for it. some feel-good comedy one of these nights. Get some popcorn, dim the lights, and... and oh, die. I watched Nightcrawler. Oh, that's good, right? Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. I, th- I think Jake Gyllenhaal's gonna win a Best Actor Award here at some point. Oh, one of these days, definitely. I want to watch that cop one. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. I've been googling Jake Gyllenhaal movies. End of what? He does some cop one. Is it? Where he's got a shaved head. Yeah. He's like a detective. I think it's called End of Watch. Michael Pena's in that though. And you made your feelings. Oh, I you don't I like- against Michael Pena. Why didn't I like him? You did because um, he's in the same kind of movies. You know, I agreed with you, but I don't remember why it's, you didn't like him. Hate, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that that kind of fleeting hate is how I'll feel about Victoria when she's gone. I just I won't remember it other mm. than an, an anecdote. Um, so yeah, so what? So we had we had the Brie date. It was cute. She doesn't last. We had the group date where I didn't think it was fair. Not everyone got those photos because. Now not everyone's going to have the opportunity to be like, here's this gift I got you of that time we dressed up nice and I took this photo. Because um, that happens they did the every season. Thing, <laughs> yeah, where there really was no rhyme or reason to the winning or not. Mm-hmm. And then Lauren got the group date rose. Then we had the one-on-one with Sarah. She opened up about her dad. And then it was the cocktail party and Victoria's a piece of garbage who intentionally threw a wrench in all of it on the second and I just, night i just don't understand walking away from it and be like i'm gonna go i'm just gonna mm-hmm. end the rest of the cocktail party and it's like don't you want to get to know the rest of the girls that too do you think the producers make them do that like so i don't know i don't so, know man. so doing much this- of, of just like allowing victoria to ruin everything for everyone is like someone's letting this happen Cause like, I don't know. I, I like Matt James and I want to think he's a man of character. And in any of these cases, like, I mean, how bugged is he really? Like uh, one girl who's like a little crazy said that this other girl was being mean to her. Like f- who fucking cares? There's like 10 chicks I haven't talked to tonight. I'm here to find a wife. Like I'm going to put both of them in timeout and just move on with my life. But instead, he's like, oh, like, I really need to think about this. And uh, okay, the party's over. What? Why? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And so we've been doing this a while now. And I, there are some times where I really feel like they're forced to do certain things. It, it has to be the case. Yeah. It just has to be the case. So many times we, we see the villain's origin episode where they're just being awful and it's undeniable and then they get the last rose you know like at the rose ceremony exactly like, that's not a coincidence like what was luke p doing there she sent him home hannah yeah. sent luke p home and they're just like you could walk back on set if you want and just refuse to leave and like gaslight her and fuck with her head more and it's like why that's not how the game works yeah it's uh it's it's abject to the rules and i don't like that same i'm a rule guy i like rules 
And also, I <laughs> just <laughs> my final thought on uh, on how I wish they would stop encouraging this kind of behavior, especially since we had such a nice season with Tasha and all those dudes were pretty classy overall, pretty classy, and didn't uh, get bogged down in this shitty drama. Is wouldn't it? Oh my God, Harry went to come get Stella. Like, hey, dude, I'm barking. Come in here. And then they looked at each other, and then Stell went out with him. They totally shared a fucking moment. That's uh, crazy. That's Sorry to cut in there. Oh no, I. Uh... Yeah, it just you, you hate to see it, and I feel like a better example. You know, if ABC is gonna like, if you know, if they're gonna be fucking cowards and not show ass crack or dong, or tits, or you know, they're gonna just stick to this heteronormative uh, charade then maybe they should moralize on this and have Papa Chris step in and be the adult figure and be like, now, wait a minute, Victoria, here's, here's the, let's look at the tape. Here's what you said. Here's what she said. <laughs> you and want like, a replay? Yes. Yes. That would be Maryland responsible. That would, that would be accountability. Cause like you, fuck, they give her fucking her. She has music cues, like tense, a villain music cues. Like the show knows that she sucks and I think they knew while they were filming it so whatever they're cowards ABC's Ratings. cowards ABC's cowards show some show some nudity yep it's time to time and to join the 21st that, century yep you can send us an email at I love that bachelor at gmail.com um alright that's all I got you no I think yeah this okay. was a, this was one of our best episodes hands down best episode yeah uh-huh. that's what i was thinking you I, I was thinking it before you said it actually strong start those claire yeah. episodes were rough but like we'll get there we're back we're back baby yeah um cool well thanks for listening thanks <laughs>